Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am Veronica Peretti. And this is your weekly deep dive into what's going on up in the heavens so that you can harness the energy of the planets and take advantage of it here on Earth. So we've got a big, big week. Um, We've got the new moon in Virgo coming on Friday. So that's like cut to the chase, (laughs) the basic thing going on this week, um, the major thing going on this week, rather. So, but we've got a lot going on before we get there. So I wanted to make sure that we cover a little bit of everything. So we're coming, we're separating from this aspect of Mars and Venus. They conjoined, they came together. They were conjunct or they conjoined, I suppose you could say on, um, Saturday. So this past Saturday, so they came together at four degrees Virgo, and now we're going to have a new moon at six degrees Virgo. There is a cluster of planets in Virgo. So all of these planets are lining up very close to the degree of the new moon. So when the new moon hits on Friday, we're really going to have, um, we're going to have four personal planets. So Mercury is always moving close to the sun, right? Um, the sun moved into Virgo last Friday. Mercury is still the one that's still stuck in light Leo, but he's going to move in to Virgo, um, this week on Thursday. So we've already got Mars and Venus there and then come Thursday, Mercury, and then on Friday, the moon, which will be the new moon. So we're going to have four, the five planets all together in Virgo, very close together. Now, it's not uncommon to have Venus, Mercury, and the sun with the new moon, right, in the same sign. It's a little less common to have Mars because Mars takes two years to go around the zodiac. So it's a little more rare that all of these planets are so close together and in so close together in Virgo, so close to the new moon. I share that with you just to say that this isn't common. Obviously, I said it's rare. Common is the opposite of rare. But it's really an amazing opportunity to pay attention. So one of my big things with sharing astrology is that I think it's a wonderful tool for reflection. And I think so often in life, um, unless you go to a yoga class or practice meditation or um, have some sort of uh, religion or faith, um, faith-based um, place or service that you attend each week, you're very infrequently given opportunities to reflect in our society. Everything is go, 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 move forward, move forward, move forward. When you have moments like this in astrology, it's a wonderful time to pay attention to what's going on. So this isn't a time to slow down in the sense that our momentum is picking up. But it is a time to say, wow, five planets in Virgo, very close in degree, you could really make an argument that they are all conjunct at the new moon. Um, 
that's pretty impressive. And it gives us an opportunity to sit back and say, what's going on in my life right now? What is the universe pointing at and telling me to pay attention to? So a lot of astrologers this week are talking about how Virgo is all about work. Virgo is all about work, 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 and doing the work and what do you want to manifest and what do you want to create on the earth plane. Now, mind you, we are going to have pretty much all the planets and earth signs other than Jupiter, which is in Sagittarius, its home sign, and Neptune, which is in its home sign of Pisces on Friday. So when the new moon comes, we're going to have all earth except for Neptune and Jupiter and Chiron, which, you know, isn't considered a planet, but it's very important energy in the sky and that's in Aries. So very little bit of air, um, even less water. And then we've got all earth. So we've got Pluto and Saturn still in Capricorn. We're dealing with that Capricorn cluster this whole year, resetting the foundation of our lives. The structure of our life is being um, reset. It's being uh, changed. Uranus is in Taurus. So Uranus, which is the sign, the, the planet of freedom and rebellion and innovation and shaking things up, is in Taurus, which is a very stubborn sign that likes things to stay the same. It likes stability. So now you've got those long-term influences that we have all year. And now you add in this stellium of planets. A stellium is a group of planets that are all in one sign. And not only a stellium, they're conjunct basically in Virgo. So if you don't speak astrology ease, astrologies or whatever you want to call it, if you don't speak the language of astrology, do not worry. All this means is that we have a lot of earth coming our way this week. And this is a wonderful opportunity to make things happen on the earth plane, so on this tangible realm. So when we're working with fire energy, we're initiating. When we're working with earth energy, we're actually make, taking that those ideas, that creativity, that spark, and then we're making it into something tangible here on the earth plane for us to see and feel and touch and to experience, right? A lot of astrologers will say this is a great week to do. Now, I'm not saying it's not a great week to do, but we have to also take into account what's going on, right? So what's going on in the world right now? So if you're in the States, as I am, I live in New York, um, it is the last week of summer, right before Labor Day, right before we turn into, um, literally turn into a pumpkin. My mother used to always says, turn into a pumpkin. So um, like, what's the phrase? Like, oh, it's, it's midnight. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Well, it's Labor Day and we're all going to turn into pumpkins because it's going to be back to school season and we have to get back into our routine and we have to get back into the work routine. So even if you don't have kids, even if you're not a kid, even if you're not in school, there's a feeling of September being like, oh, I got to get back to work. I got to get serious again. I got to get my pencil sharpened and I'm going to get a, a new backpack and all of that, you know, that energy of newness, freshness, so that you can do your work. Now, what's really interesting is that, yes, a lot of astrologers are saying this is a week to do because we have all of this earth energy and earth is about manifesting, right? It's about making something happen that's tangible that you can look back and say, oh, wow, I did that. You know, I, I ran 
uh, that 10 minute mile or that six minute mile, or I meditated every day this week. Um, Virgo does like to tick things off the to-do list, especially when it comes to health and especially when it comes to um, wellness, especially when it comes to um, bettering oneself. But I want you to step back for a moment and consider that Virgo rules the harvest. So this is not only a time of doing, it's a time of receiving. It's a time of reaping the fruit of your labor, reaping the rewards of the work you did back in the spring and the summer. So I want you to think about that because the Virgo rules, it's a, it's symbolized by the Virgin. It's symbolized by purity. It's um, loves to uh, detoxify. It loves to cleanse, but it also loves to reap what it's sown. It is, it rules the harvest. It's the time of the year when we start to get the fall crops and think about Thanksgiving is around the corner and Thanksgiving you have all the food, you have the corn and the apples and the pumpkins and the squash and all of those delicious, really grounding root vegetables of fall, right? So this is a time of not only giving, not only being of service because Virgo is the sign of being of service. And if you're familiar with the love, love languages, acts of service is one of the love languages. Um, I was talking to a friend on Friday about this, about how um, as I have gone older, acts of service was at the bottom of my love languages, but it's really um, come up the list now that I've gotten older. Now when my boyfriend empties the dishwasher, I, I feel like that is an act of love. Um, if you're not familiar with the five love languages, definitely look it up and take the quiz. I think it's really interesting to know um, the uh, to know your love language is really it is really a helpful thing because it helps you understand why you may not be feeling loved in your relationship or by someone in your life. So it can help you understand what love means, to, what what acts mean love to you, and what acts mean love to your partner. Um, all of that is to say that. Uh, acts of service is, um, it's the love language of Virgo. So Virgo really is interested in not only being of service, but also, you know, the love language to a Virgo might be you doing an act of service for them, picking up their laundry or picking up dinner or doing something for them that they wouldn't necessarily expect you to do for them, but they're so happy because now they don't have to do it for themselves. And that is a, that's a great act of love. Now, I think that um, while everyone is talking about manifesting your dreams and going out there and doing, 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 and don't waste this energy, you cannot waste astrology. Astrology is the energy of the planets. It's ever present. It's all around us. It's always pulling on us. So you can't waste it. There's a lot of void moons this week as well. So when moons are void, that basically means that the, the moon is not talking to other planets and it's sort of like on a rest. And I always describe a void moon as imagining that the moon is on a backcountry road without cell service. So if you are feeling like there's a lot of pressure to do, do, do this week and, and harness that Virgo energy, I want you to pause and consider... What if you just allowed yourself to receive? 
because I don't think that we spend enough time when we talk about abundance in our society, what, even in the spiritual communities, even in like the woo-woo yoga communities that I'm in. I don't think we spend enough time when we talk about abundance talking about the receiving part. You know, the love languages, your love language of receiving is not always the same of giving, but it's really important to know both. So how you want to receive love and how you want to give love, I want you to think about both of those this week. How you want to show up and do your work and how you want to receive for your work are both important things to consider. You know, the other thing that's really important this week, and it's taken me a while to get here, (laughs) Um, I'm kind of long-winded this week, so I apologize. Usually I'm pretty quick to get into it, but the moon's in cancer today, and the moon in cancer likes us to be a little bit more languid and kind of uh, wade in the water a bit, so that's what I'm doing. Um, You know, we have all of these Virgo planets touching Uranus this week and making a harmonious aspect to Uranus. Uranus is the sign that shakes things up, the planet that shakes things up. Once again, I'll repeat from earlier, it's in the sign of Taurus for a while and Taurus likes things to be really stable. So Uranus and Taurus is not really a comfortable placement, but it's definitely a placement that we're all really needing. Um, you know, on a more global level, we're seeing this Uranus retrograde in Taurus right now with the fires happening in the Amazon this is a warning shot. This is the, I I know these fires were set by farmers that are, you know, uh, deforesting the land so they can use it for agriculture and make money. And, um, you know, Taurus rules money and values and Uranus is the planet of change and upheaval and innovation and freedom and rebellion and new ways of doing things. I knew that there was going to be an environmental call to action of some sort um, this over the next you know seven years or so with Uranus in Taurus, but this feels like a warning shot, and we all have to take note of that. And I am getting a little off course, but my point being that Uranus throws us the unexpected so that we sit up and take notice. And that's what's happening on our global level right now. Now, in your personal life, you're going to have your own little aha moments that crop up because each of these personal planets in Pluto, uh, personal planets in Virgo, we're talking about the sun and the moon and Mars and Venus and Mercury. They are all going to touch Uranus this week in a harmonious trine. Now, the thing about trines and the thing about harmonious aspects in astrology they're not going to show up and knock your door down like squares. They are going to just be readily available to you. So you do have to be a little bit proactive in using that energy. With that said, because this is all of the personal planets talking to Uranus, I'm not going to be surprised if you receive some unexpected money this week. I'm not going to be surprised if you receive an opportunity that you um, totally forgot about. You know, you applied for some job and then it comes back and they're like, oh, we're totally hiring and think you'd be a great fit. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if things um, that are unexpected crop up this week that bring you opportunities that you were completely never expecting. You know, someone um, 
I read somewhere today, you know, you can write down a thousand things that might happen and Uranus will send you something that wasn't on the list. So be open to receiving opportunities this week. Be open to receiving abundance. Be open to receiving generosity. Yes, be willing and able to serve others and have an open heart and move forward with a sense of um, not just an energy of doing, but an energy of being so that you can make yourself prepared for whatever is coming in. So one of the things that one of my yoga teachers many moons ago used to talk about was, um, you know, practice is about preparing for that moment enlightenment comes. You know, alignment practice is not always enlight is not is not always fun. But you go and you practice your yoga every single day. You practice your meditation every single day, so that when that moment of enlightenment comes, if it ever comes, that you're prepared for it. Practice is about preparing. So I really think that this week is about being open to receiving and preparing for what's next, because the new moon is going to be really potent, and it's going to be on Friday. And then Labor Day is going to hit and you're going to have a nice chill weekend, most likely. And then you're really going to like take off into the fall season. And I really do think that this is going to be an incredibly fertile September for many of us. So do not stress out about feeling like you have to do, do, do in this last week of summer. Pay attention to the small things. Allow yourself to be open to receiving. And remember that um, generosity is important to receive as much as it is to give. Um, awesome. Okay. So, um, well, let's go through the days just so you know what's happening this week. Um, so we, we are separating. We're moving on from that. Mars and Venus are still going to be traveling closely together, but we are in separating from that conjunction, which was a really generous and loving energy. And you probably felt that over the weekend. It just made us all a little bit nicer to one another. I hope you felt it. I did. Um, and then today, actually it's Monday, Venus is trining Uranus. So this is a great day to be open to open to unexpected money, open to unexpected ideas. You know, the other thing about Virgo is it loves routine and ritual. And if you've been doing something consistently for a lot of this year or even years, you might, um, be rewarded in a way that you never expected or be re rewarded differently than you normally are for that consistent behavior. So that's the other thing I want you to be open to is that this, um, that this Uranus talking to all these Virgo planets, the normal work that you do in your day-to-day -day life is going to be rewarded in ways that you may not expect. And that's why you have to be open. And that's why you have to be open to receiving because we can't be so attached to the results. We can't be so attached. So Virgo shows up to do the work for the sake of doing the work well. Virgo's not as interested in attaining the goal like Capricorn is. It likes to check things off the to-do list, but it really does work as an act of service. It's not necessarily looking to make seven figures or, um, get the gold medal. It really does the work for the sake of the work. So I want you to lean into that this week as well. Um, okay. 
Um, so today the moon is in Cancer. We talked about that. It's conjunct the North Node right now, actually. Um, so this is really a great time for you to feel into where do you need to be and what do you need to be focusing on because um, we're not going to have much water the rest of this week. And so really um, let your emotional body speak to you today and tomorrow. Um, tomorrow night, the moon's going to go into Leo, but early in the morning tomorrow, the moon in Cancer will be opposing Pluto. And this will be like a final opportunity to release. Now, I talked a little bit yesterday. Um, last night, I posted a, a funny quote on Instagram, sort of funny about, you know, releasing and, you know, I'll, I'll release anyone that's draining my energy real quick. Moon and Cancer opposite Pluto, early in the morning tomorrow, Eastern time, about 5 a.m., you might feel that energy. You might be like, uh, let me just let go of you. It's over. It's done. Virgo, you know, can be a little brutal like that. So Virgo, that Virgo has a tendency, it can be a little bit brutal in the sense of like, that's not working for me anymore. Peace out, you know? And that's okay. And when the moon in Cancer is opposing Pluto, yeah, you might say, hey, I'm done with that. Pluto rules, you know, it's interesting, Virgo rules the intestines. So Virgo rules how we digest things. It's also Virgo really has a, a close relationship with anxiety. So if you're feeling anxiety this week, that's not uncommon. You might also, um, you know, Virgo has a lot of anxiety about things are, that are going to happen, like some control issues. Um, I, I know all of this because I'm a moon in Virgo, so this is all very familiar to me. So um, feeling apprehensive is very Virgoan. If you're feeling apprehensive about the fall, post-Labor Day, summer coming to an end, all really normal stuff. Now, Virgo rules that digestion, how we digest the information or the food or whatever. Pluto is actually the planet that rules Scorpio, and that rules elimination. So when the moon opposes Pluto, it's an opportunity to eliminate, eliminate whatever is not serving you. This is the last opportunity to really let it go and move into this new season, move into this new moon with a fresh, fresh start, okay? So if you haven't gotten around to cleaning out the closet or, um, you know, getting the sugar, the salt out of your cupboards and, you know, recommitting to the health thing, or, um, maybe you're, you know, realizing that there's some aspect of your belief system that's just holding you back. Like this is a really good week to just say, you know what, it's really time for me to let that go. Okay. So Wednesday, Mars is going to trine Uranus. So that'll be the second planet. So Venus hits Uranus today. Mars will hit Uranus on Wednesday. Um, Mars trying Uranus, that can bring up, make us pretty uh, proactive. <coughs> Excuse me. So you might feel like really rare to go on Wednesday. So if you do want to get some do-do-do stuff going this week, um, Wednesday's a good day for it. Thursday, Mercury is going to go into Virgo. So that's the last of the personal planets that will be heading into Virgo. And then we will be uh, really feeling Virgo because right now Mercury is in Leo until Thursday. And so while we have all this Virgo in energy, 
um, which likes to plan and it's very detail oriented and it's really interested in list making and it's really um, interested in service and it's really interested in work for the sake of work. Um, Mercury's in Leo and Mercury in Leo is like, um, it's all about me. Let's talk about me. Um, let's have a good time. Let's just, uh, forget the agenda and do what makes us feel good. You know, that is Mercury and Leo. So once Mercury goes into Virgo on Thursday, then we'll really be feeling it because Mercury rules our minds. So once our minds and our communication and the way we think is in that Virgoan state, then we'll really be, be feeling it. Um, Mercury rules Virgo. So it's actually the ruling sign of Virgo. So once Mercury goes into Virgo, we'll also just, it'll be like supercharged, like whatever you're feeling that, um, resonates as per what I was talking about Virgo represents, then it's just going to be supercharged come Thursday. Um, so then the sun will be, uh, trining Uranus that day. So then we'll really, we'll get that. We might again have some sort of illumination, some sort of aha moment, some sort of unexpected opportunity that is presented to us. And then Friday is the new moon at 6:37 AM. And we have all earth in the sky, very little bit of fire, very little bit of water, no air. So this is going to be really interesting. Um, when there's so much earth energy, it can feel heavy. So if you can do things that, um, make you feel light, um, whether that's getting to the pool, going to the ocean, um, meditation, taking a yoga class, um, you know, eating light food, don't, and you want to pay attention to your stomach Virgo season as well, because it does rule digestion. So things that, um, are not totally good for you are going to potentially upset your stomach a little bit more this time of year. Um, so you want to pay attention to that, pay attention to the signals that your gut is telling you not only on a literal level, but a figurative level as well. Um, and then Saturday we have a long void moon. We have a lot of long void moons this week in general, which I'll just skip over. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but again, that implies to me, this is a really time for sitting back and receiving less about doing and launching because void moons, you don't want to launch anything new. And then Sunday, um, Mercury is going to be the last of those personal planets to trine Uranus. So it's really a week of being open to seeing the unexpected. One of the practices I've been doing, and you can borrow this one if this works for you, um, is instead of having a gratitude list at the beginning of the day or the end of the day where I write it down, I am paying attention to the things that make me grateful throughout the day. So for example, today I was able to have the windows open and there was a breeze in the apartment and I didn't have to put the AC on and that felt so delightful. Um, the other day I got an Avia, um, which is like a ride share here in New York city. If you don't live here, that's what that is. It's like an Uber, but like you have multiple people in it, whatever. And it was, they're playing really cheesy, fun music and it made me so happy. So Virgo really appreciates the details. It appreciates the small things. So, um, maybe allow that to inspire you to be open this week to receiving, receive the small things, allow the little things to matter this week. Um, you know, instead of saving your gratitude list for the end of the day, you know, allow yourself to just pay attention to what makes you grateful throughout the day, the small, seemingly insignificant things. 
Um, so that's all I've got for you this week. I hope that's useful. You can always reach out to me with questions. Just email me, veronica at veronicapretty.com. Um, if you are interested in getting a reading done, I am closed through Labor Day, but I am going to be doing readings next week and beyond. So you can, uh, sign up or book a reading with me for post Labor Day, um, at my website, veronicapretty.com slash, slash astrology. Um, and if you don't have the real sign guide, that is my free astrology guide. So you can just go to my website, veronicapretty.com once again, and you can click real sign guide and you can get my free astrology guide, which you will learn not only mantras and some movement and some energy principles around your sign, you will also receive your real housewife archetype. And that is very valuable. Mine is Vicki Glenvilson very unfortunate because she's recently been demoted. Um, and last but not least, it is the new moon on Friday, which means that I have a new moon. Um, I have a new moon broadcast. that's going to go out just for my Patreon members. So if you want to support this, um, essential astrocast and you want to support the work I'm doing and you want to get additional astrocast for the new moon and the full moon, then go over to patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti for $25 a month. You will get two additional broadcasts and you will start to learn how to, um, set new moon intentions, honor the full moon and, and be in this dance that I'm always talking about with, um, giving and receiving, releasing and, um, bringing in new energy and releasing old energy. And that's really, um, the, the moon really helps us, helps us learn how to be in that flow, how to be in that dance with the universe. So if you're interested in learning more about that, then, um, definitely come on over to Patreon and join us. So I, Hope you have a wonderful week and um, happy new moon if I don't see you by then. And um, always on Instagram, I'm sharing moon details. So come on, join me over there. You can find me at Veronica Peretti. All right. Lots of love, guys. And I will see you soon.